Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victory or Death Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are going to be watching the 2021 movie. I'm pretty sure this is a romantic comedy. <laughs> um, he's all that. Now, why do I feel like so? Obviously, you know, at this point, um, the purpose of this podcast is for me and the guests that I bring along to watch movies we have no interest in, to watch movies that we don't care about, to watch movies that a lot of people seem to like, but we're, you know, you just kind of feel like, eh, I'm not really into that. I want to watch these movies because I want to see why people appreciate it so much. I want to see why people love certain types of movies uh, the way they do and why did they find it so interesting. As a movie lover myself, that is the main reason for this podcast. I, I always like reminding myself and uh, any of you listeners when you uh, click on another episode just to, just to let you know what's going to happen because this movie, he's all that. I'm pretty sure all of you who or maybe most of you are familiar with the 1990s uh, romantic comedy so-called classic we'll get into if it's really a classic or not she's all that with freddie uh prince jr and rachel lee cook i think this is a sequel to this movie i don't know if it's a, well obviously it's some type of a spinoff right um this is on netflix this is a netflix original uh film which makes sense um i don't see any other streaming service trying to remake these movies that kind of no one really cares about and we're really going to get into that while you know while this movie's playing because i actually kind of watched a little bit of she's all that like a few days ago because it came on tv and then after i saw it i saw that they announced that he's all that is on netflix and i'm like oh so they're like they remade this but she's all that like honestly did anyone like that movie growing up or you know like when you saw it back when it was just so you know it fit it fit under the realm of like this high school teen movie that had a lot of unrealistic things happening here's the thing i'm very much against i hate to contradict myself because i do love high school movies but i'm very against high school movies that have this agenda and they try to paint the picture that everyone's high school experience is like this or everyone should try to strive for a high school experience like this which is further from the case there is no such thing as a typical or normal high school experience literally every student that you see that you went to school with everybody has a complete different experience maybe some might be somewhat similar to others but a lot of people have very different experiences it could be a person who's been in your class from from freshman year to senior year who's been all in your classes and they can say they freaking had a great time in high school and they loved it while you maybe maybe you didn't like it maybe you did or maybe you didn't like it as much so 
I felt that she's all that. That's what it was. And it was kind of that cliche uh, story of the popular guy, the not so popular girl, or, you know, even if the gender's roles have changed, it's still that kind of cliche story setting, which, okay, cool, but don't act like we, you know, we haven't seen this before, right? So, again, I just feel like this movie, or listen, this is not even a review of She's All That, because we're, we're going to get into He's All That. But I just felt like She's All That aged like shit. I just said it. It aged horribly. I don't think, I really felt that after the year, like, maybe like 2003, maybe, maybe 2005. Let me look up when she, She's All That came out. There is a certain point in the early 2000s where no one talked about she's all that oh hold on hold on i don't even think she's all that is a 90s movie is it she's all that oh it is 1999 okay so i'm gonna say back at like 2004 literally no one talked about this movie anymore it was just like non-existent no one really cared about it um because freddie prince um uh jr went on to do scooby-doo which you know was a hit in a sense but he also went to do these a uh, handful of other romantic comedies that were honestly not good not good at all from all down to you um oh summer catch was just fucking awful i i watched that movie like um a month ago for the first time really really bad um and there was another one he had uh uh that he starred alongside with that actress from that Jackie Chan movie called The Medallion. I forgot her name, but yeah, he he didn't went on to make good romantic comedy movies. And as far as Rachel Lee Cook, beautiful actress, not a bad actress, but was it just me or did she kind of just fell off the like the uh, the face of the earth a little bit after that movie, which I didn't understand why. Um, it was literally, I watched She's All That, and then after that, I didn't see anything else she made. Um, she appeared on a Psych episode, and then she, you know, she was in this really weird movie that was actually kind of funny. Uh, I'll get into it during the podcast. Oh, fuck, I'll talk about it now. Ah, I really don't remember what it is, but it was about her getting ready to marry some guy that she loves but she had conflicting thoughts about like wanting to sleep with other men so she prayed at a church in one of those things where the priest on the other side listens and she's like i want to have sex with another man and i'm looking for another man so i can get it out of my system but the priest wasn't in the door or that you know that box next door it was like the handyman fixing fixing something in there so he heard this sees the woman he's like super attracted to her and he's like i'm gonna try and be that guy for her and this is like a romantic comedy in a sense um i always thought that movie was kind of funny but it was like it's super low budget it's kind of it's whatever but again she's all that did this movie need a sequel did it need a spinoff did it need something to remind us of she's all that because i'm just gonna say this movie wasn't she's all that wasn't a classic i don't think it was a classic i honestly think that the 90s to early 2000s was such an amazing period for cinema in terms of romantic comedies that anything that was coming out people would just look at it as nostalgic and be like oh yeah that was a classic well honestly no it it wasn't 
So <clears throat> today's episode of this podcast, we are going to watch He's All That. It's a Netflix original show, or excuse me, a Netflix original movie. Um, and it says Rachel Lee Cook is in this movie. I don't, I don't know if she's like the mom or something. We're, we're, I guess we're just going to have to find out. It's, um, I don't even want to read the plot. I don't even want to read the plot. I just want to get into it. The moment I saw this on Netflix feed, it was like, he's all that. This is suggested to you, which is no possible freaking way this movie was suggested to me because I would never watch this movie. I do like watching bad movies in a sense, but not movies that are going to waste my time. And I feel like that's what this is. Now, however, this did rank as like number two on the... um on the list for Netflix and I'm thinking okay obviously Netflix has this weird algorithm where a lot of people will watch their stuff but that doesn't mean a lot of people like it but however I do believe in a world there's no such thing as a bad film someone out there likes this movie someone out there loves this movie and I'm just very hesitant to watch it and just say negative things about it because I just felt like this movie didn't need to be made at all so with that said I want to find the appreciation in this that someone else sees it as. And we will take it from there. So I am watching this movie on Netflix. If you would like to join me, by all means, log on <laughs> log on to your Netflix account and uh, start the movie along with me. <clears throat> so let's get into it. I am going to press play in 5, 4, 3, two one delay 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 and we go all right this movie is an hour and 31 minutes maybe most like she just said an hour and 32 minutes because at the 50 second mark Ooh, ooh! i really like that new miramax intro wow so growing up, I actually really liked Miramax, and and you know Miramax is just a dis- distribute distribute. I have a speech impediment. Distribute. I want to say distribution. It's not. I don't think that's the word, but they distribute movies. Basically, they're not necessarily a. Um, well, are they? I don't think they are. I think they just distribute movies. They don't have like studios and like they make stuff. Miramax. Company known for producing and distributing films. Okay, so I guess they do both. Number of employees, headquarters, founded website division. Okay, I'm not seeing that they have a studio. Oh, well, them producing is kind of different. So, yeah. But anyway, Miramax growing up for me had some of the best or my, some of my favorite romantic comedies that I grew up watching. And love to this day for example chasing amy which is god i love that movie okay clearly this is for the younger generation <laughs> already don't know if this movie's for me (laughs) but um it's too early to tell maybe it is um 
so yeah please let me know do you guys think she's all that the 1999 romantic comic y'all really think that's a classic if you think it's if you if you honestly think it's a classic please tell me please let me know why what stood out to that film to make it be like oh this is a great because in order to be a classic it has to be great at something right did it capture the, the romance vibe of that era did it have great acting did it have great scenery great uh casting you know it had to do oh that's rachel lee cook i think that's her mom Hmm. This movie is very fast paced. Yeah, this is super fast paced. It doesn't really need to be. Unless. Oh, that was nice of the daughter. But why does it seem like this newer generation of uh, people, or I guess I could say kids, kind of have an attention deficit to the point where films have to have like a faster pace of editing things so they can keep interest? It's a little weird. I, I think, I don't know. However, I could probably talk to someone much younger someone who's watched this movie and it can probably be like hey the movie was paced fine I don't even have this in full screen what am I doing <laughs> in California what's wrong with the valley okay <laughs> okay Okay. So I won't say other people's music is shit. If they like it, then they like it. If they feel something to it, then they feel something to it. You know, I have such a passion for music that, you know, I know for a fact what I like, a lot of people don't like, and vice versa. I like pop. Depends on what it is. And 
honestly, if my little god sister, well, she's not little anymore, but back in the day, if she was like singing out like that, I would like, you know, I had good memories in the car <laughs> with my family just blasting music, singing along. So I would just try to create that with her, honestly. By the way, that's a fucking wig. Or excuse my language. That's a wig. Is it not? That's on his head? I'm pretty sure that's a wig. I can't even listen to the dialogue. I'm too busy looking at his hair. Like, it, it's not moving. Whenever he moves his head, it's like it just stays there. I know it's a wig. That's not nice. Hmm. Never been to Legoland. interesting so i've done quite a few music videos in my day uh in case you guys don't know i i work in the film industry uh i mostly do mm, i mean as of now i like i mostly do tv shows um i want to do more more features but um i mostly do tv shows but i've done a lot of music videos um the music videos are like bastille little yachty um a lot of other acts and i can promise you i've never done a music video that this was like the set <laughs> like is like this big and whatnot it's usually like i did a young thug music video once and it was literally just at this random hangar it's just a spot there was no rvs no nothing not saying that there's not music videos that don't do that but Oh, who's recording them? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was so random. What are you doing? Do why are you recording? Wait a second. Oh yeah, so I was saying like some uh, ugh. cereal. But anyway, 
Yeah, not saying certain music videos don't have that kind of budget, because a lot of them do, but... I would say, like... I don't know. I want to say 75% of music videos is just like, yo, show up at this location. <laughs> We're going to film some shit. That's basically what it is. One hundred percent. That's one hundred percent correct. Okay, I'm liking I'm liking the mom a little bit. So since that's Rachel Lee Cook. And I'm, I'm making the assumption this is within the same universe as the first movie. Does this mean that she married Freddie Prince Jr.'s character? And then they had this daughter? Or she went somewhere? I don't know. Nope, don't look online. Don't do it. Don't do it. But how is she losing followers? If anything, you'll you'll gain some, I'm pretty sure. Is that who I think it is? But wait, who is that? <laughs> wait, I'm a little confused. That kind of sounds like Kim Kardashian. Is it? Oh, fuck. I really feel like I should know this. I think that's a Kardashian. I'm not too sure. (laughs) Don't talk to me. Okay. Wait, I think I know that actress. Is that the little girl from The Rocks movie, um, The Game Plan? A.K.A. the little girl that was in Cor... No, she wasn't in Corey and House. Wait, was she in Corey and House? Yeah, she was in Corey and the House, I think. Is that her? I'm going to look it up. I think that's her. Wow, if it is, wow, she's really grown up. 
Is she older than me? No way. There's no way. He's all that. Sometimes when I'm watching a movie or a TV show, I hate going on IMDb to look at it because it's almost like a spoiler. You know, like in case there's like any special guests or, you know, cameos or especially for a TV show. You see how many episodes they've been on and like, oh, no, they got killed off at a, at a certain point. OK, let me see if this is her. Madison Pell. Oh, I feel like that's her. Yes, it is her. Wow. How old is she? 98. Wow, she's older than my little uh my little uh god sister. Who's not little? <laughs> You've gone her little cuz that's all I know her as. I love that they don't even try. It's the exact same fucking plot as the original movie. <laughs> At least make it somewhat different. They just changed the gender roles. Oh, that was so CGI. I wish they would have picked him. That would have been an interesting um, male protagonist. It kind of does. America has a huge waste problem. And I mean like a huge waste problem. Did you know that all the clothes that people donate, all the clothes people give away, give to the Salvation Army, give to charity, it's so many clothes that they give away and they throw away to the point where it's too much clothes for anybody. There are even charity, char charity, uh, whoa. Um, I would say there's even charity organizations out there, like big ones that like don't they totally decline uh, uh, clothes and what they do is they send those clothes over to like third world countries like India and all that stuff and then even India they said they don't want the clothes anymore because they already have too much so what do you do with unwanted clothes they literally burn it and all that shit goes into our uh, atmosphere Wow.
Wait, so that really happened? How the hell do you not square up with one of them? Like, seriously? I'm a pretty peaceful human being. But at that point, dude, you gotta fight them. <laughs> you, like, you have to. <laughs> I don't understand that. There's no way you're not gonna fight him. Or aggressively talk to him, at least. This casting's off. Why did they get this guy? Oh, I know why. He's probably, like, super attractive when they give him a makeover. Which, by the way... Sorry if I'm talking too much, but... She's all that. Remember that makeover scene? Freddie Prince Jr. had, um... Like, he kind of gave... Well, he didn't gave, gave her the makeover per se. It was, like, some other female characters that were mutual friends of, uh... Freddie's character, but... When they gave Rachel Lee Cook that makeover, like be literally before, you can still tell that she was a beautiful woman. She just obviously didn't care to wear makeup. She didn't care to show, you know, different assets of her body. But she was still gorgeous, right? So that whole makeover scene was pointless. Just like, kind of like what this is going to be. Because I can, I can tell he's one of these GQ model type guys. He just clearly just doesn't show it now. Listen to Bad Boys. P. Diddy. Hmm. I can already tell you what the set, what the set would be like on this type of on this type of film. Wait, what just happened? Did it just time skip within a cut? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Did a whole day pass? Yo, he legit looks like my friend Gabe. Shout out to Gabe. <laughs> he legit looks like the homie Gabe. Oh my god. Wow. And Gabe is such a pretty boy. He is he literally he literally looks like Jared Leto, but at the same time he doesn't like show it. He doesn't show it off. I'm pretty sure people have told him that. 
<laughs> I hope he listens to this. I don't um I don't have a fear of horses or anything like that but I would never ride a horse <laughs> I like horses I think they're really cool I think they're cute my favorite kind of horse is a um a shire horse I hope I said it right I play a lot of red dead red dead redemption too and uh that's the kind of horse that I have it's a it's a black one it's a female um her name is olive olive um what's her last name olive well let's just say olive i named her after this historical figure um Mm. Yeah, it's not like a cult but yeah I would never get on a horse because of um, <clears throat> I was a huge fan of Christopher Reeve back in the day and what happened to him was just obviously it was a freak accident but I would just never get on a horse ever 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 kind of like with Kobe Bryant like I still to this day can't believe Kobe Bryant is dead and um, I would never get in a helicopter <laughs> I'm sorry I just never it's literally like every day or every other day i see some kobe Bryant highlights and i'm just like i always say to myself rest in peace kobe if i shoot something in a trash can and i'm like kobe and then literally seconds afterwards i'm like rest in peace <laughs> so i know i'm talking but I, oh that's totally ad placement what is, okay anyway um i know i'm talking through this but i'm literally paying attention this movie is all over the place like time lapse is crazy okay oh so all of this happened in the morning it's still the same day got it <laughs> who does that <laughs> hey can you send this to me to my phone sure let me just put my phone next to you and then I'm gonna text it <laughs> where are they in Long Beach my boy is mine what the hell is this <laughs> wait this isn't <laughs> what this ain't Monica Okay, they clearly never brought the rights to the song because they're barely singing it. Ew, Pizza Hut.
You know what another thing that takes me out of movies with certain actors? Their teeth. The fact that it's so perfect, so white. It's just not true. Even this guy's teeth, you can tell his is really white, but it's made yellow for a reason. I guarantee you at the very end of the movie when these two get together and they're having like some type of about to kiss moment and smile, watch his teeth be pearly white. Watch. It's, it's not going to make any sense. You don't have to sing good. It's karaoke. <laughs> All right, what you going to sing? Hey. If she's seen some Tony, Tony, Tony. Alright. Or not. Okay. I'm digging it, actually. It's kind of catchy. What? Well, it's a good fucking song, and she's into it. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> he looks like that freaking chef with the hair, the overweight one. What is his name? Pat. Pat something. He looks like him, only minus two hundred pounds, and a three percent body fat. Well, she was just doing great. Age, dream. That chorus is like lit. Oh, he can sing now. All right, whatever. Who sings that? That's actually not bad. If it's someone like Miley Cyrus, I'm going to be upset. Teenage Dream Song. Oh, it's Katy Perry. Alright, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to download it. <laughs> Maybe I just like it when they sing it. I don't want to listen to Katy Perry. What are they doing? It's karaoke. <clears throat> oh, she had like she's slick. We saw that. <laughs> 
Oh, that is like the typical thing to do when you're over someone's place or in their car and you want to see them again. That's the typical thing to do. Why would you think she's a monster? That was unnecessary. Ew. Hmm. Is this how films are now made? Because I'm kind of seeing this a lot now. obsessive Oh, that's awesome. I'm I wouldn't open it until my birthday and then take one thing out and then close it back up and then wait for the other holidays. That's true. I mean obviously he should be a part of your lives, but hell, Lizzie's communicating in some shape or form. <laughs> It's better than most people, man. Did she say true blood? Sponsorship.
Paris. I've never been interested to go to Paris. So imagine, imagine you're in high school, right? The person that you watch from afar has like, you you had like the biggest crush on. They just immediately start talking to you out of nowhere. They're doing everything they possibly can so they can be in your life. <laughs> and then imagine you just finding out like they're just using you for something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so random <laughs> not gonna lie that was me and I would honestly just be like oh okay well thank you for talking to me <laughs> ADR His old ass ain't gonna do nothing. Oh god, don't tell me this is pumpkin spice. People love them some goddamn pumpkin spice. <laughs> I'm not a coffee person at all. I only had coffee once in my life. Chairs squeaky. Okay. Oh, so they got divorced. <laughs> I guess she's all that not that romantic after all. That's weird. Why would they write that in there? Just have them married. 
Uh, that's highly rude. She just didn't even have to answer it. Hmm. There's a lot to dissect here. So as far as the romance in this show, I felt that the karaoke scene, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was cute, you know, whatever. Um, I thought that was pretty cool, probably because the song was awesome. Um, everything else, I don't know, super fast paced, but. Oh, yes, okay. Every romantic comedy has a montage. Every romantic comedy does. And I love montage scenes. He just has a 12-pack out of nowhere. That's a wig, man. It's still a wig. I don't care what anyone says. So there's a lot of interesting things towards these characters that I don't think the movie is exploring. I understand it's a romantic comedy only so much time you have and all my um, and you know so many things you have to establish right but i think the fact that his mom we don't know if she was a photographer or not she just owned a camera right and then the fact that she died and then now he took up photography and we don't know if he really likes photography or not maybe he's just doing it so he finds a way to get closer to his mom which I think is pretty cool, but... I feel like he's uglier. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, this whole... Oh, they did it again! <laughs> Just like the original She's All That. Oh my god. The makeover scenes... There's just no need for them. He looks exactly the same. Did he even get a haircut? I think she just greased his hair back.
They totally cut it away from Misha. <laughs> That's wild. Anyway, yeah, I'm not... Listen, I don't know if this is, like, the thing for younger younger girls and, and women today. They kind of, like, they go for guys like this. Um, um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Because he kind of looks like a tan, golden brown Cole Sprouts. Or excuse me, maybe Dylan Sprouts. Whichever one's on Riverwood. Um, who else does he look like? He kind of looks like that dude from Zoe 101. The tan dude. The dude who's kind of like a jerk. He also kind of has the same skin tone as like Taylor Lautner too. He he has this. Yep, he's got a Taylor Lautner thing going on. Yeah, how about you keep it fucking low-key? God damn. <laughs> Shit. God, you have no fucking chill at all. I like how the film is trying to make fun of that. <laughs> that is kind of funny. That's kind of funny. But yeah, why is the makeover scene so useless? He looks exactly the same. He looks worse, in my opinion. He looks worse like this, because I feel like he's trying too hard. Or they made him... Whoever the makeup department is, uh, hair department, they're trying a little too wow okay so you know exactly who he looks like and may this actor rest in peace because he actually passed away um he took his own life unfortunately and um it's really sad because i grew up with his movies and i actually liked his movies let me make sure i'm saying his name right <clears throat> let me look up his name So the actor's name, and and if you look up this actor right now, you'll see he looks exactly like this guy with his makeover. Exactly like this guy. So the actor's name is... Um, <clears throat> the actor's name is Jonathan Gregory. Jonathan Gregory. Wow. May he rest in peace, man. I just... I remember when I found out he he passed away. I was just like, damn. Because I actually liked his movies. 
He was in Oliver and Company, that animated movie. Wait, he was in Ghost Dad? What? I like Ghost Dad. Sidekicks. I can't believe it. But anyway, he looks exactly like Jonathan Gregory. May, may he rest in peace, but he looks exactly like him. <laughs> no one's going to see them anyways. <laughs> So I'm not going to lie. The movie is like not bad, right? It's dumb, but it's not bad. And I was like getting to like it, but then it kind of really went down after his whole makeover scene. They really shouldn't have made him look like this. Like look like every other freaking, you know, guy that's like, you know, I can't name every other guy who looks like that, but. You know what I mean? He looks like that guy. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what happened? Yeah. Oh my god, you fucking creep. Yo. Chin check him. Chin check him. Do it. Yeah, why did you take off your shirt? What? I don't know, bro. What? Come on. Oh, oh, he's gonna fight him. Bro, no one's flinching over you. I I don't know where that kick came from, but he's about to fall in this pool. Not how fights work. I just wanted to see like a brawl, but okay. Ooh. Oh. Uh. Dude, I'm sure his hip is all fucked up. Now you have to fight him. No, that's oh no, ew no, and that's your mom's camera. You, I'm sorry. He has to die. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no way you're walking away from that. No, fuck that. Fight him. <laughs> 
This movie's too fast-paced, man. I should have did like a two-parter. If they would have took this time, this would have been a good movie. Don't kiss. Don't. Okay, thank God. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> what? Slapper. I don't understand anything. I can't believe he didn't try to go fight that dude. He did some type of bullshit back kick and then like judo flipped him. Once he threw that camera into the water, oh my god, bro. Bro. I'm sorry. No. No. That guy's not leaving this party. I'll say. Did anyone film what happened to that guy's camera? I'm gonna let you know if that something like that went viral people people on Twitter would just be like is this shit rehearsed like why are they fighting like that <laughs> this dude really just high-fived himself oh wow she could have got punched in the face. Don't ever walk up on someone like that. <laughs> oh my God. Why did she approach him like that? Jesus Christ. I feel like this movie would have been better if he was a male protagonist. You know what I mean? Because this guy's like, this, this dude's a pretty boy at the end of the day. Right? I'm going to say something for like a high school movie about like this and that. 
and and that and this like what this movie is trying to talk to you about with this protagonist what everything he's going through i don't really relate to it but i would relate to more if that other asian kid who's like you know plus size if he was if he was a you know the main character So all this is about prom queen? <laughs> oh, there's a lot. There's a lot to discuss about this film. How dare you? Why don't you just punch her? No one wants to fight anybody in this film. And it's discouraging. So this film, I feel like the hidden messages that this film has, like some of the character traits and a little bit of the character motivations that they kind of sweep under the rugs, especially with the male character and, 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 and this female character too, I feel like it's really good. But unfortunately, that's not what the film wants you to focus on which is kind of stupid, right? Imagine, imagine if they would have developed more with that guy's camera and like what happened to his mom. <clears throat> imagine that, because that is pretty powerful. That makes sense why he's so into photography. Nope. I still think his teeth are going to be pearly white at the end of the movie. But yeah, I just feel like the movie is focusing on just the wrong things, right? Like, why? Like, I understand her friend's antagonist, right? Uh, fake, this is a fake opponent, or excuse me, fake ally opponent, right? But, <clears throat> and also this actress...
why is it like her chest is sticking out in every scene it's, it's kind of distracting honestly but Ooh, I'm bigger than this guy just realize that Like, imagine, we don't know about his mom, right? We don't know about his mom right now. And he finally let his guard down and showed her his black room, right? Now, imagine he finally reveals about his mom's death through, through a talk. Don't you think that's like a kiss-worthy moment? Like, right now, dark room, the colored red, red and blue, all these different colors you know flattering a little bit i felt like they could have done that why couldn't they have done that <laughs> yeah what would he he's already rich <laughs> See, this was not rumor. Oh, see, I'm now I'm getting angry. They really had a good opportunity, like an actual smart opportunity to make this romantic and really bring something to this movie. And they completely dropped the ball. They had everything they needed. I think the casting's off for this male character too. I don't think he needed to look this way. Cause who is this supposed to relate to? Right? Cause they they are still they're they are still trying to paint that picture. This is the popular girl in high school. This is the not so popular guy in high school. This is his experience, this is her experience. Relate to these characters because you know, one's popular, one's not. And that's what it is in high school. Either you're popular or not. You know, that's what they're saying. So a lot of people don't, a lot of people are not going to relate to these characters in a sense. Some are. That's completely fine. But I just feel that, I feel like they could have casted someone else. Someone with like a different look, you know? If it was that Asian guy, imagine that. Imagine if it was the Asian guy, right? And let's say you're watching this movie, and I'm gonna talk. Let's say any any um, female listeners out there, let's say you're looking at this guy, right? Let's say you're not attracted to him at all, right? You think he's maybe funny, whatever. And then you're getting to know him a little bit more. You know about his sister. His dad's never there. He is really smart. He's gonna get scholarships, and then you find out about his camera and his mom and it's very touching it's in a dark room do you think that's a kiss worthy moment now like ah oh, that's they really dropped okay 
No, you should just ask. <laughs> I never went to prom. Um, kind of a weird story. I think the girl, the girl that I actually had a crush on all throughout high school, wanted me to. She wanted me to ask her, and I was just an idiot and, and didn't pick up on the signs. It's a very depressing story, but <laughs> listen. The point is. They really dropped the ball with this movie. I can already tell you right now. We're not even... I don't know look how much time is left, but... Damn, they really had an opportunity to make this romantic. Like, really something. Like, there's something in my soul. Something in my heart. That makes me want to like this movie. But at the same time, I feel like the movie is disrespecting its viewers. Holy crap. Why is her chest out there? Oh, no. Nah. Well. Go ahead and tell him. You get chin check. Well, at least she's... At least she's telling you, not someone else. Stop recording. Whoa, he used the F-bomb. I don't think I would have responded that way if that was me. I think my first question is like, do you still feel that way? But anyway, I feel like this movie, oh, really had everything going for it. But then it just like, I think it really where it failed it literally tried to be like every other little romantic comedy that's out here now and that's where it failed it's okay to be different right like why wouldn't you be different you're already going to get picked up by freaking netflix netflix films original films and shows are literally like the mcdonald's of freaking content it's not good but it's there Here's another thing they did wrong too. Or, you know, this is all my opinion. Here's another thing they dropped the ball with. And let me know if I'm wrong. I felt that I think Rachel Lee's Cook's character as the mom would have been a lot better in this movie if, you know. Wow. You think she would have talked to her mom about what happened? She could have possibly related to her right right i mean it would have been really cool to see this type of mother daughter dynamic where you know the daughter is now popular but then the mom was never popular back in high school and she doesn't understand about her daughter doesn't do this and that 
and you know they constantly argue you know this complete mother-daughter relationship type thing and then you know when they're having their lowest moment or maybe even at the beginning of the film they kind of mention and you know she mentioned a little bit about um her mom being divorced right it would have been nice to to hear the daughter say well you know threaten her mom a little bit like well that's why i can just go live with dad since i don't like it here and then she keeps saying like go live with your dad you know like all this arguing about the dad and the mom like what happened between them and then this could have been a low point for the daughter's character to the point where the mom can relate to what's happening to her because she went through that in high school so then she told the story about her dad and then about not only just like the bet he made in high school but about what happened after high school and why they got divorced and how sometimes love isn't guaranteed not everyone gets to experience love but if there's a chance that you do get to you have to go for it and maybe that could have been like the motivation behind her for going after this cameron guy i just wrote this movie for them they had literally had every piece to make this such an amazing romantic comedy but they just didn't But why? But why? Oh, I'm not going to lie. This is not. I thought this movie was going to be a lot worse. It's not. It's not. But I think it could have been so much better. I hate it. I hate working on films like this. They don't try. They don't try with their casting. They don't try with their writing. They don't try with their with their directing. They don't try to be different. And you know, some films, hey, maybe you know, you're not supposed to be different. You know, it's cool. But this film, literally, they're just trying to fit it into a mold next to other films, so it can just be there, so someone can watch it one day and then forget about it 24 hours later. These tears mean nothing to me because we didn't know what he was like back then. You're just telling me. You're not showing me. Like when he was talking about his mom, like in the black room, it would have been nice to see some photos he had with his mom of him maybe smiling, maybe him looking different. That would have been amazing to see, to show us, not tell us. Damn it. This fucking, this film makes me so angry sometimes. Sometimes I just feel so passionate about film. I'm like, Ugh, like, mm. God, I'm totally going to talk about, I'm going to talk about a storm with this movie about with my brother. Holy shit. Holy shit, it's Matthew Lillard. Oh, that's a cool cameo. That's a nice cameo, and this is just like a random ass dance scene.
Where did this dancing come from? <laughs> it's so random. See, you see what I mean? They're just trying to fit things into a mode, man. It's like a checkbox with these films. Like, hey, make sure this film has this. Make sure it has this. Don't worry about trying to flesh it out. Just make sure it has this. Just make sure it has that. And we're good. It's very depressing. And Netflix is notorious with that. Having films and shows that don't really have much substance. But on the outside, it looks like it does. And honestly, I think that's the reason why Netflix is in such a, in, in, in such turmoil right now. They're losing a lot of subscribers. They are noticing that a lot of people aren't messing with their original series and their original films like they thought they were. But that's because you literally, they don't make them. They let other people do that stuff. And the criteria to get your stuff on Netflix, and honestly, it's not hard. It's not that hard. You just have to make sure your film looks like a certain, uh, looks a certain way, and it has the certain criteria that meets Netflix's uh, standards. Yeah, it's not hard at all. This film is really missing me right now with this fucking dance scene. What is this? Yeah. Don't tell me you're doing it all from your phone. What? <laughs> That's wild, doing that all from your phone. But bro, come on. How are you even... You gotta at least have headphones. You know what would have been a really good twist? I'm not, I'm not saying this phone had to do that, but it would have been a really good twist if you would have, if Cameron would have fell in love with his best friend. <laughs> that actually would have been kind of cool. <laughs> so we can be done. <laughs> mm, what is going on, man? Nah, he's fed up. <laughs> We're forcing comedy a little too much now. You were the one, baby. I don't even know who won my prom queen and king right here. Once again, I didn't go to my prom. 
Well, that girl on the left looks a lot like my friend from college. <laughs> this is so stupid. Oh, the mom is there. This is so stupid. Can't believe she did all that just so she can try to win prom queen. That's <laughs> so funny. Uh-oh, wait for it. Still look. I mean... I mean, no, I like she still don't look good. <laughs> I mean, she... Now, like... Uh... You know what I just thought about just now? Wait, hold on. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Mean Girls is so quotable. Anyway, I just thought about what if this movie was about Rachel Lee Cook and about her trying to get back what her boyfriend from high school. Oh. <laughs> Who came in third? like Snoot Dogg. Who? Wait, who voted for her? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I... I think that's literally what the producers were thinking releasing this film. Suck it. Literally. That's what they are that's what they're telling their audience. Wait, she's wearing a tux. <gasps> oh. Does she like woman? Ooh, down the violet barley nightly. By the green, green grass, swing, swing. Ooh. <laughs> I grew up with this song. 
Ah, kiss me. Kiss. No, come on. I'm <laughs> a fucking horse. He's trying too hard now. Why do they keep getting like the bootleg version of these songs and not the actual songs? I understand that gets cheaper, but come on. Every romantic comedy has a good soundtrack. Or excuse me. Every romantic comedy has a decent soundtrack. Like, just pay for the rights, Netflix. Come on. And you know what? It's not even Netflix that has a decision of paying for these rights. It's whatever freaking other company that made this film so they can give it to Netflix. If Netflix was serious about this, they would have legit been like, all right, yeah, we'll pay for it. And imagine how good that movie would have been even with a really better soundtrack. Oh, God. Kiss me. What a classic song. Six six Spence the Richer. I think that's the band name. It's great. Ooh, what's this version? Hey. Matthew Lillard. Boy, he's a legend. Oh, are they gonna notice each other? Wait, the mom and him should know each other. Oh, what if they hit it off? I don't think that's going to happen. Man, they could have really had a good soundtrack with this. I actually like the music in this film. Ooh. <clears throat> So kiss me. This is highly relatable. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> get it out of get this out of here, man. Hurry up and end the movie so I can talk about it. Yeah, well at least they're being themselves. I'll say that. Not into tattoos. Loser. Why did they get that? That's weird. All right. Well, that's the movie. Directed by Mark Walters. Or Waiters. Or I think it was Walters. Written by one guy. Yeah, we'll get to the writing. Oh, I love bloopers. Okay. 
Oh. <clears throat> okay. Addison Addison Ray. Why does she look familiar? Tanner Buchanan. Madison Pets. That's cool to see her in something. That's actually really cool. Matthew Lillard. Whoa, why does Matthew Lillard get a credit before Rachel Lee Cook? Come on. That's too, come on. That's a little disrespectful. Okay, so if they wanted to have that that um that dance scene, they should have had it here at the end credits where everyone's kind of like dancing. That would have been nice. But like dancing to something catchy. Maybe to that Katy Perry song. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's the movie. Um there's lots to talk about, but I'm going to save you guys the earache or I don't, it's just me on this podcast for this episode. So maybe I can just go all out and just talk about it. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. There's seven minutes left for this, uh, this, um, end credit. So hopefully I'll, I'll, t- I'll try to take that long. If not, maybe 14. So on a scale of one to 10, he's all that. The sequel to She's All That, right? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me go back. Let me go back a minute. To make sure this is a sequel, let's look at Rachel Lee's Cook's character's name, and I'm going to look up the character's name from She's All That, just to make sure they're the same character. <clears throat> Sometimes that's what, that's what you got to do. Rachel Lee Cook. Anna Sawyer. Okay, she's all that. Wait, what? It's not even a sequel. Wait, what? Rachel Lee... Rachel, Rachel... Am I saying her name wrong? Is it Rachel Leah? Leah Cook? God, I hate it. I hate it when I read things wrong. I just look at something and I just think it's read that way. I really hate it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say Rachel Cook. Rachel Cook. And she's all that. She played the character Lainey Boggs. Bugs. Is it Bugs? Bugs. In this movie, she played the character Anna Sawyer. Anna? That's not even her name. I'm so confused. Then who is this movie for? Then why? This... Okay. Something else to get into then. Um, Let me just rate it. On a scale of 1 to 10... Um... On a scale of 1 to 10, from what my heart... Like, I really want to like this movie. My heart is saying, like, hey, you you want to like this movie. And I'm like, I, I don't think I want to. 
for I mean from what it is it's not bad but it's like they literally half assed this movie so they can get it on this type of platform and get it to you because you know you're going to watch it and you're going to forget about it in T-minus the weekend so that in itself doesn't scream passion to me that doesn't scream like hey we made this movie with a goal for people to like it for a goal for people to relate for a goal so people can you know get back into romantic comedies because this genre is kind of dead and i've said that on, on my um movie review of elizabethtown romantic comedies don't exist anymore it's very much similar to film noirs they don't exist anymore um i want to like this movie but in my heart it's just saying that these people really gave you it's like imagine being a teacher right imagine you gave a project to a student that you know is smart you know they can do good they can write they can they can do math they can they can do it you know they can do everything and then they gave you this project the c plus project it's worth a c but you know they could have gotten an a if they applied themselves and this that just makes me angry like why aren't you applying yourself because it's clear from this movie from this movie alone you only care about the numbers you just care about what this movie makes and you just care that it fills up the check boxes so you can get your check whether it's from netflix these other companies that kind of invest in netflix or whatever so it's um ah it's and honestly it makes me very sad like it de- makes me depressed the fact that you guys can have this idea, bring this type of movie back, make it for a younger generation, just to get their attention for an hour and 30 minutes and have nothing else to say afterwards. Now, don't get me wrong. At the end of the movie, they try to do their old uh, social media is this and that. Don't look at people thinking they lead these lives because they could be lying. You never know what someone's going through. I get that. And sure, that's a cool message. But from beginning to end, from what this movie showed me, that shouldn't have been the message. It would have been nice, like what we saw in that party scene, where they're like hinting, kind of making fun of themselves about like how much they're on social media, how much they like to FaceTime, do live streams, all that stuff. That would have been cool if they would have just kept poking fun at each other with that. Because that in itself, you can kind of see what the theme of the movie is. And subconsciously, you can make that educated guess on what the movie is trying to tell you. However, that shouldn't have been the overall message of the film. I feel that, man, I really want to like this film, but it's just... I don't know, man. It breaks my heart that it's that it's this way Uh, on a scale of one to ten i'm gonna give it i'll give it a six it's like i want to give it a five and at the same time i don't know i can give it a six because it's easy to watch right it's easy to get into you know and the fact that it's predictable 
has no hinder on the score at all because romantic comedies at their core they're all predictable and they should be predictable um key craft services daniel rodriguez nice craft services is very important on set we would all die without them (laughs) but um what was i saying um yeah i think a six And I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna give it a six because I do like it, for what it was trying to do. No 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 no. Let me say that right again. I would I'm giving it a six because I liked what it could have done, what this movie could have been. That's the reason why I'm giving it a six. But for what it is, I can depict this whole movie apart and write freaking a two hundred page essay about why this movie is so lazy and why this movie at its core does not care about its viewers and what it's trying to tell you and for that i could give it easily a four or maybe even a five but because i do love romantic comedies and the potential i have so much for or the potential this movie has i'm gonna give it a six Um, let's see to really get into it um, where to start well let's start with the plot right normally for my reviews if you go on Starfighter reviews and you look at my movie reviews I normally always start with the plot and I try to go go from it from there Um, I'm just going to let this movie play at a random spot while I talk so <clears throat> very okay first off, hold on hold on let me <laughs> i feel like i keep stopping myself let me go back right and actually read the plot of this movie a influence uh, excuse me an influencer specializing in makeovers bets she can transform an unpopular classmate into prom prom king in this remake of the teen classic oh okay so it's a remake not a sequel which makes this film officially a sci-fi because the fact that it's like a remake with the same characters that are in it rachel cook's character and Matthew Lillard, that's creepy. That's weird. They should have just had it. <clears throat> okay, let me just start with the plot. This movie is a remake, right? We all have heard of She's All That, the 1999 romantic comedy. We know that it's about a boy who's very popular, very well liked in a high school. And he sees a girl who is not so much liked very weird very much of an outcast in high school and he makes a bet to transform her so she can win i think it's prom queen i believe so from my memory so the plot of now this movie he's all that is the same thing only the roles have changed for the gender the girl is popular and the boy is not so popular hmm 
Um, I think the plot is fine for what it is. I mean, it is supposed to be a remake. They should have just made it a sequel. And if it's a remake, then yeah, I think the plot is fine for what it is, right? But where I really have a problem with is its characters and what they could have done with what its characters, right? So this is an hour and 30 minute movie. 20 minutes of this film could have went towards building these characters a lot better. Now, don't get me wrong. Romantic comedies are not meant to be, you know, such long movies, you know, only a certain type of romantic comedies. But certain romantic comedy, or I say 90, 80% of romantic comedies do have a lane. They do have certain checkboxes, right? Especially from the early 2000s. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm not talking about the checkboxes that, that I was talking about earlier about um, uh, like how certain film studios and producers have agendas they need to, to check off. Like, you know, the actors need to look like this, the... Uh, they need to talk about this. They also need to, uh, you know, reference the LGBT community. They also need to talk about this. You know, back in the day in, in romantic comedies, that wasn't a thing for the most part. 20 minutes of this film, of all the shitty dancing that we've seen, that could have been marked off. You know, that didn't need to be in the film, in my opinion. I think I think that entire um, now I'm just trying to think there are I don't know I feel like them riding in the car at the beginning like the the girls when she meets her friends riding in the car I don't think that needed to be seen I think she could have just showed up at school and you know we would have believed those are her friends right because if we're if we're going if we're going just off of perception because that's what this movie wants to have us do because you can kind of tell who this movie is saying who's popular and who's not people who are look a certain way right so we can kind of already tell who's friends with each other just by how they're perceived um there's just so much of this movie that didn't need to happen and it could have just went towards building these characters I was generally interested in learning about Cameron, I believe that's his name, Cameron's uh, family. I wanted to know why his dad left and why his dad is living in, 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 um, in Sweden and why he doesn't want to talk to his family anymore. Is because maybe one of his kids or maybe all his kids really look like his wife that he's honestly not over her death? Is it because he can't bother being in that house anymore? Because he's so traumatized by it? Is it because he's just running away from his problems of the uh, of just his wife dying? Like all of that could have been all that could have been touched on, right? And not saying it needed to be about the dad or anything, but that could have been touched on. And even not if that just something that shows that he had a relationship with his family we saw that he has like definitely a big brother little sister relationship with his sister but along with his mom you can tell i mean you know he says that he loves his mom and we've only heard it from what he says but why not show family photos why not show 
you know, maybe the the grandma keeps looking at old family videos on TV and, you know, we glimpse at it every so often. Or why not, you know, just something to show us of how much he loved his mom. Because I felt like that was such a touching moment of the movie where I'm like, wow, okay, they might go this direction with it. And I'm completely fine with that. No, they didn't. And it pissed me off a little bit because they really built something just to throw it out the window so the characters is what really kind of makes you want to like this film but then at the same time will make you very angry at it or at least this is for me and as long and as far as the daughter how she goes with her mom being rachel cook first off this didn't have to be a remake it didn't have to this easily could have been a sequel easily you know this easily could have been a sequel and you know i think i don't know i felt like especially today in 2021 where the divorce rate is like at 48 percent and then you know as her mom said that or I think the daughter said that um, I don't even remember her name I think the daughter said that her her parents divorced so I think it would have been really relatable if Rachel Cook's character would have spoke about that a little bit you know like this is a romantic comedy we want people to fall in love we want this and that and I think it would have been really powerful to say that hey not everyone falls in love Love doesn't happen for everyone. Sometimes you might find someone you think you love, but they don't love you. It's very possible that way. And you can kind of see that her mom is, maybe it could have been like a different direction with her mom. Like she's a little bit bitter from her love life and and this and that. But then her daughter's like super positive and always on social media. And I think, hmm, See, now I'm like, I'm trying to like rewrite it in my head a little bit. This product placement in this movie is like outrageous. <laughs> they have like Pizza Hut, Doritos. Um, but um, what am I trying to say? It's like, I feel that, let me, I'm trying to just gather my thoughts. I feel that it could have been a really good, such a good dynamic if maybe throughout the movie especially in the earlier stages the mom and daughter are always arguing and she's always talking about how much she loves her dad right but her dad never visits freddie prince jr is probably like an asshole right and maybe her mom always held red what excuse me maybe her mom always withheld information about her father so she wouldn't know about that and what really happened and then at a certain movie, uh, moment when she would have told him like hey love isn't for everyone if you do love someone you feel special about someone you have to go for it to see if it's really there because if it's gone it's gone and it's not this it's not like a romantic comedy right if, if even if it would have had something like that i feel like that would have done it more like i feel 
like besides like Matthew Lillard and Rachel Cook for doing this film, it's clearly just a paycheck. Right? They're not doing anything in this film, especially Matthew Lillard. Oh, excuse me. Uh, it's just I don't know. The characters aren't bad, but they're half ass and they could have been so much better. Um Yeah, it's just it's very interesting. Um anyway, um so that was the plot characters. Um normally I talk about like behind the scenes. I didn't read up anything that happened behind the scenes. This is like a typical ass shoot at a typical ass city. <laughs> um Um, oh, another thing I want to say with the characters. I'd already said this before, but I have to emphasize it again. What a useless ass makeover scene. This guy was already a pretty boy before they even touched him. <laughs> and was that a Cardassian? I don't remember if that was a Cardassian or not. I think it's a Cardassian. I'm pretty sure that was a Cardassian. Let me look it up. I'm willing to bet any kind of money this was a Cardassian. Um, okay, it's not telling me. Oh, wait, here it is. Kardashian, Kardashian, Courtney Kardashian. I knew it was a Kardashian. I knew it. All right, anyway. Um, this film had a lot of, um, had a lot of potential to be something very similar to a 90s rom-com something special but at the end of the day it honestly just turned out to be another one of the just a random book on a bookshelf a part of netflix's catalog which is kind of depressing and and listen i think out of everything i've just said out of this whole review i think you can kind of know what i have an appreciation for like i can definitely see what someone would like about this movie i can understand some people are like oh i loved it like i can understand why you loved it and at the same time i would love to talk to you and tell you why i didn't love it but i do appreciate it in a sense i mean listen there are a lot of things i can appreciate about this film right but at the same time it makes me want to claw my freaking eyes out from what these producers and these the studio the way they made this film and the way they they like the way they have to make it it's not right i feel like it's not right like especially with these actors and the casting i have nothing against these actors but they shouldn't be in this movie once again the i everything that i'm saying about this movie they had all the pieces everything i mean absolutely everything to make this film but they just didn't choose to do it that way like i think your main actors were already in this movie and it's not the two actors that are in here it's not cameron and whoever that other woman is who has her chest out in every single scene um i think the male protagonist should have been that asian kid that we saw throughout the movie right 
And I think the female protagonist should have been, um, I think it should have been the best friend of, of the, the, uh, the female character. The one that was like nice to her. Either the one that was nice to her or the one that was, that turned out to be evil and mean. I think either or either one of them would have been fine, but just not these two main actors. I, I no, I just don't I just don't think I don't I just don't mm, it's very tough. I just don't like their look. I don't like how they look. I don't like that image they have. It's very like from where I lived in high school like growing up and going to high school they look like a certain type of high school students like certain type of high school students very preppy very wealthy very um very much someone that i never related to and often didn't talk to as much So the fact that they went across, they, I feel like I'm just talking in circles at this point, but they literally tried to make this movie relatable with non-relatable, uh, with non-relatable things. I'm not saying, and listen, this is my opinion, right? I'm just speaking for me because I don't relate to these characters with anything, but I don't know. Maybe I should just end it here. <laughs> I, I can literally talk about this for hours. This movie for hours. Um, oh, wait. Did his teeth turn white at the end? I totally missed it. I don't think it did. Oh, I'm totally wrong with that. I felt like his teeth would have turned white at the end. Oh, that dancing towards the end of the movie is so fucking useless. Oh, wait. Here we go. Her teeth are definitely fake. Um, yeah, he didn't smile. All right, when he smiles, I'm going to pause it. I'm pretty sure his teeth are... Oh, see, he's smiling. He's not showing his teeth. Okay, they're smart. They're smart. He's not going to show his teeth here, huh? Oh, okay. His teeth aren't... Okay, his teeth aren't white. All right, I'm wrong on that. I'm completely wrong. <sighs> but anyway, that was a full podcast movie review. It's called one to ten. I give it a six. There are things that I can definitely appreciate about this film, and throughout the two hours that I have talked about it, I'm pretty sure you can dissect it yourself and and understand why I did appreciate this film, in a sense. But then at the same time, why I freaking hate it. Because they really could have made this something special. And really could have made something memorable. Um, listen, bottom line is... For other people, this is a movie you're not going to remember in T-minus the weekend. And for me personally, I think I'm always going to remember this movie. I think this movie will always be in my mind. Every often, so often... I mean, not so often, but every now and again, because of what it could have been. 
and what it is not. So that's going to be engraved in my brain for months. But that's just because I watch so many films. And I literally, romantic comedies are my favorite genre. So that's just that. But yeah, that was the full movie uh, podcast. Um, Starfighters, please let me know what you think. Did you watch the movie? Did you like it? Did you hate it? On a scale of 1 to 10, let me know in the comments what you thought um, about the film. And also... <laughs> You, you comment below as well and let me know films you're not interested in and maybe i can see if i'm not interested in it and then i can make it a, a whole nother episode for the podcast hmm man they really could have did something with this movie all right i'm, I'm totally just it's so gonna bother me all day all right starfighters i will see you on the next one but until then, victory or death, Starfighters.